You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. I want to thank a new sponsor for their support of the podcast. Evenflow recently launched their Every Stage Car Seat, and after being able to test it out for a few weeks, I absolutely love it. The best thing is that this is the only car seat you will ever need. I use it with both my seven-month-old and my four-year-old, and I'm a huge fan of this car seat, and I know that you will be too. To check it out and get a code to save 10%, you can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash car seat. I also want to thank Mommy Steps for their support. Mommy Steps makes insoles that are going to prevent a pile of foot issues that can come up during pregnancy. To check them out, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash feet, and you can use the promo code feet at checkout to save 20%. And lastly, I want to thank Zoller, who makes my favorite prenatal vitamin, Obviously, it's really important that you're taking a high quality prenatal vitamin when you're expecting to get more info on the vitamin and get a promo code to save 25% when you buy it on Amazon. You can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Last week, we talked about lactation cookies and whether they actually work to increase your milk supply. You can go back and check out that episode to hear it and get a pile of information on what actually creates your milk supply and whether or not lactation cookies can help with that. This week, we are talking about hemorrhoids. Not a sexy topic, I know, but one that I have had several requests for. If you are dealing with hemorrhoids, I promise you are not alone. For the majority of expecting moms, hemorrhoids are an embarrassing topic but let's get over that hurdle right now. Hemorrhoids are estimated to affect around 40% of pregnant women, and that number climbs even higher after birth. A lot of weird stuff can happen to your body when you're pregnant or after you have a baby, and I want to save you a lot of Google searches, a lot of seeing some graphic pictures, and just general discomfort by talking about hemorrhoids so that you know what they are, how you get them, how you can prevent them, and how you can treat them if you do end up with hemorrhoids. Let's start with what exactly they are. Technically, everyone has hemorrhoids, or sometimes they're called piles. And these are clusters of veins that line the lower part of your rectum and your anus. We refer to the condition of these being swollen, which technically they're varicose veins, as hemorrhoids. And there are two types. There's internal and external. Internal hemorrhoids are swollen veins in your rectum, and external hemorrhoids occur on your anus. Both can cause bleeding, but internal hemorrhoids tend not to be so bothersome, other than possibly noticing some blood on your stool or on toilet paper when you wipe. External hemorrhoids can be really painful. And those can also come along with itching and burning. If you're not sure if you have hemorrhoids, you can always grab a handheld mirror and take a look. Although that could be challenging with a big belly blocking your view. External hemorrhoids are external and you should be able to feel them. And they're often described like a small or tiny cluster of grapes, which is fairly accurate. 
and they tend to be really soft and very tender. It can be pretty freaky to wipe after going to the bathroom and to see blood, especially when you're pregnant. If you ever have any concern over bleeding or where it's coming from, that's a great reason to contact your doctor or midwife. Bleeding with hemorrhoids is common, and we're not talking about a lot of blood. It should be a very small amount. Next, I want to talk about how you actually get hemorrhoids. There are a lot of causes, including straining to make a bowel movement, constipation, sitting on the toilet for too long, and a big general cause of hemorrhoids is pregnancy. The reason pregnancy causes hemorrhoids is that your growing uterus can put pressure on the veins that can swell up. Hormones like progesterone can cause your veins to be more relaxed so that they're more prone to swelling. And constipation is also really common during pregnancy. I have a full episode on that that I'll link to in the show notes. The first line of defense with constipation is increasing your fiber intake, making sure that you stay hydrated, getting some exercise, taking a probiotic or eating probiotic-rich foods. The second line of defense would be an over-the-counter remedy. And of course, you want to run anything by your doctor or midwife before taking it. If you are dealing with constipation, which is likely if you're pregnant, that episode is going to be really helpful in getting into more details on things that you can do with your diet and lifestyle and the risks and benefits of the different over-the-counter medications, including which are considered safe to take when you're pregnant. Another thing that can put you at a higher risk for hemorrhoids is being overweight. And this is something that is tough to change over a short course of time. And obviously, you're going to gain weight during your pregnancy. But being overweight can contribute to hemorrhoids. The last thing that I want to talk about in terms of getting hemorrhoids is that they are a possibility after you give birth. And this is because during the pushing stage, you are straining really very much like you would if you were trying to make a bowel movement. I need to do an episode on the pushing stage of labor, and it's on my list. This is the second stage, which starts from when you are 10 centimeters dilated until your baby is born. There's some differing opinions on pushing during labor and some different options like directed pushing, when your doctor or midwife or a nurse is telling you when to push, or pushing as you feel the need to push without outside direction. I have gone through the pushing stage both ways, and there are pros and cons to each. Plus, an epidural, depending on the strength of the medications that are used and how much filling you have, could limit you knowing when you need to push. So that's a whole topic that will be addressed in the future. As far as pushing during labor, it's a possibility that the action of pushing is going to give you hemorrhoids. You really cannot avoid pushing. And trying to avoid pushing too hard to avoid hemorrhoids is probably not the best strategy and not what you are going to want to think about when giving birth. So unfortunately, hemorrhoids following your birth are pretty common. One study done found hemorrhoids to occur in 40% of participants. The biggest risk factors for hemorrhoids that they found were constipation during pregnancy, a baby weighing over 3,800 grams or 8 pounds 6 ounces, 
straining during delivery for more than 20 minutes. We just talked about straining during the pushing stage, which pretty much feels like you're making a bowel movement. One thing that I think is worth mentioning with this study is that 40% of the women who had vaginal births in this study had an episiotomy, which is a really high rate for episiotomies. I don't want to speculate on how a lower episiotomy rate could have potentially changed the outcome in this, but I do know that an episiotomy generally shortens the amount of time that you're in labor because a baby can get out more quickly with a larger opening. If you're interested in reading more of the details from that study, I'll link to the full copy of it in the show notes. I want to talk about how you can prevent hemorrhoids because that would be ideal, right? And just before we get into that, I want to thank the sponsors for today's episode. Evenflow's Every Stage Car Seat is amazing. And what sets this car seat apart from a lot of other ones out there is that this one car seat is going to take you from the time your baby's born all the way until your kid doesn't need a car seat anymore. It's an infant seat, a convertible, and a booster all in one. And it has 10 different positions that are going to keep your baby or your older child safe and comfortable. Evenflow has this easy click latch system that makes it really easy to install and even to move it from one car to another. And when it comes to car seats, safety is a huge priority for me. And this seat allows kids to be rear facing longer beyond two years. I know there's been a lot of confusion about rear-facing, but the American Academy of Pediatrics does recommend that kids be rear-facing as long as possible. Right out of the box, you're going to notice how well-made this car seat is. It's really going to last you 10 years. Plus, kids are messy and all of the coverings are machine washable. I've been using this car seat for both my 7-month-old and my 4-year-old, and it's super easy getting the kids in and out of the seat. I can rest assured that my kids are safe, and I'm so stoked that I will never have to buy another car seat again. To check out the Evenflow Every Stage Car Seat and get a promo code to save 10%, you can visit PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash car seat. I also want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. They use really high quality ingredients like the active form of folate, really bioavailable iron, plus it has omega-3s like DHA. I've done a pile of research on prenatal vitamins and all the ingredients that go into them, and this is by far my favorite. Plus, it is one of the very few vitamins on the market that's a prenatal that contains DHA. To check out the vitamin find out exactly why I love it so much, and get a promo code to save 25% on Amazon, you can go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash vitamin. And I want to thank Mommy Steps for their support. I started wearing the Mommy Steps insoles really early in my last pregnancy. And after doing a ton of research, I found out that there are so many issues that can come up with your feet during pregnancy. Things like your arch collapsing, going up a shoe size, creating all kinds of back problems. I love these insoles, and they actually helped me with a lot of back issues that I was having in my last pregnancy. They're super comfortable, plus you can even put them in your oven and heat them up to mold them to your own feet. 
I have them in several pairs of shoes, and I really recommend them. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet and use the promo code feet at checkout to save 20%. Let's get back to this episode. Now that we've covered all of the things that can contribute to getting hemorrhoids, of course, we want to prevent them if possible. By avoiding things like being constipated, sitting on the toilet longer than you need to, not sitting for prolonged amounts of time, straining to make a bowel movement, all of these can help you to decrease your risk of developing hemorrhoids. Another recommendation I have is to use the squatty potty. I'm a big fan of this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll link to it in the show notes so you can see it. This is a stool that you put your feet on when you're using the toilet, and it puts you in more of a squatting position, which can make it easier to go number two, and it may help lessen straining to make a bowel movement. I bought one of these when I was pregnant with my last baby, and I love it. And it really does make going number two a little bit more comfortable, especially if you're dealing with constipation. Ultimately, if you do get hemorrhoids at any point during your pregnancy, they're most common in the third trimester, or if you get them after your baby's born, I want to give you some good information on how you can treat them. Hemorrhoids are swollen veins, and they're really uncomfortable when you're sitting. They could be uncomfortable when you're just moving around. They can itch, and they can be really painful. Overall, they are extremely uncomfortable. The downside to any treatments for hemorrhoids is that none of them are actually going to make hemorrhoids go away. Rather, they're going to help make you more comfortable. The real cure for hemorrhoids is time. If it's uncomfortable to sit down, there are actually cushions specifically made for hemorrhoids, and these look like a donut. There's a hole in the middle of it. Another option and something that you might have around your house if you're expecting a baby is a boppy pillow or breastfeeding pillow, which tend to be U-shaped. Even sitting on any type of cushion as opposed to just a hard chair or surface may be helpful. And a little tip, after you have your baby, if your vagina or your perineum are sore, sitting on a boppy or a breastfeeding pillow might also be helpful. You can try applying ice or an ice pack to the area to decrease swelling and to give you some relief. A warm bath might also be helpful. Just being in the warm water can be soothing and may give you some comfort. If you don't want to do a full bath, you could also try a sits bath. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's a small plastic tub that you put over your toilet and you fill it with warm water and then sit in it. And I'll link to a sits bath in the show notes so you can check out what one looks like. Something that you may have in a cupboard at home that you can use is baking soda. And you can apply this to hemorrhoids, which might help with itching. You can also add some baking soda to a warm bath or a sits bath. Witch hazel is also something that you can use to make hemorrhoids feel better and potentially alleviate some swelling. This is also something that I use in my padsicle recipe for postpartum healing pads. And you can just put some witch hazel on a cotton ball or a cotton pad and put that on the hemorrhoids. And there's also pads that you can buy called tux pads. And these already have witch hazel and some medications in them. 
There are some topical treatments that can be used to treat hemorrhoids. These usually contain an astringent, a steroid, or an anesthetic, or some combination of those. You know that I always recommend that you run anything by your doctor or midwife, even if it's something that you can buy over the counter. Many women choose to avoid medications and limit their exposure to chemicals, especially in the first trimester, which is thought of as the most sensitive period for development for your baby. But hemorrhoids are most common in the third trimester and after birth. So generally, it's less of a concern when using creams or ointments. And again, always run it by your doctor or midwife. When I was digging into research for this episode, I looked at the information from the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists on hemorrhoids. And in one committee opinion, they state, hemorrhoids can become traumatized due to pushing during the second stage of labor. Topical application of astringent, steroid, or anesthetic creams may improve hemorrhoidal symptoms by inducing vasoconstriction, decreasing edema, which is swelling, or ameliorating itching, respectively. Despite widespread use of these agents, no randomized trials have demonstrated their effectiveness. Prolonged use of steroid cream should be avoided because of the atrophic effects that these agents have on skin. And I'm going to link to that full committee opinion from ACOG in the show notes if you want to read more from them. All of the remedies that we talked about should give you some relief. Unfortunately, the only way to completely get rid of hemorrhoids is to give them time. In rare cases, these can be surgically removed, although it's most likely that they're going to go away on their own within a few weeks. And once your baby is born, all of the contributing factors that put you at a higher risk for hemorrhoids should be gone. And if you have any questions or concerns, your doctor or midwife are going to be an excellent resource for that. To recap today's episode, you now probably know a whole lot more about hemorrhoids, exactly what they are, how you get them, and why they are more common during pregnancy, your different options for treating them, and how you can potentially prevent them. Hopefully, you experience your pregnancy and postpartum without dealing with hemorrhoids, but if you do, you're going to be a lot better informed. I want to thank you for tuning into the pregnancy podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at pregnancypodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 140.